Is he coming at you or you coming at him? No, no, well, I'm just saying he, he's coming in to do some sparring with me, I think, but he's up at middleweight and I'll fuck for my brother if I'm getting paid and it's progressing me forward. I don't care. <laughs> so if Dylan Biggs needs to fight or wants to fight, he's up at middleweight, I'm there. You know, if it makes dollars, makes sense to me. All right, welcome back to the No Limit Boxing Podcast. We have some special guests to join us today. Um, but well, firstly, we've got some massive news. March Mayhem, we have announced... Uh, if you're going to start your fights in 2024, what better way to do it than five fights in four weeks? We've, um, we've gone nuts. It's off the back of the great year that we had last year, um, but really excited to be able to announce our first pay-per-view in Wollongong, headlined by Sam Goodman and, of course, Isaac Hardman in a very, very tough fight there. Um, and we've also got... Tim's fight, March 30th, you saw that one announced. Liam Wilson, Oscar Valdez, the night before in Arizona. And we've got two No Limit on Fox shows either side of the pay-per-view in Wollongong. So big month of fights ahead um, and we, we couldn't be more excited about, about getting into it. I am going to get into it today with the head splitter, Isaac Harbin, one of the men on the, uh, on the doubleheader pay-per-view in Wollongong, March 13th. Isaac Hardman, mate, how mate. exciting to yeah, have you on here. Mate, how good down in Wollongong. I haven't been here yet, but it's the land of the mad bunch, so it's noisy out there with them. And, um, yeah, a little bit of pressure off me now with Mark there. He's chatting a bit of shit as well. So I'm excited <laughs> to just maybe sit back, take it backwards, um, you know, backseat to this one because my opponent obviously doesn't speak English. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited to be here, you know, cranking one out early in the year, March, get get off on the right foot um, and then sail into the rest of the year with you guys, no limit. How hard does that make it for you when your opponent doesn't speak English? You're very good on the chat. Yeah. My Spanish is all right. Blair's been to Mexico <laughs> like seven times. So um, he, I've learned a bit off him. I've been to Mexico myself but for another reason. Um yeah, it makes it a little bit more harder, but you know I'm a personality, and that shines through regardless they speak English or not. So, and I always, you know, I sound bilingual, but I think I'm going to become trilingual <laughs> after this one. <laughs> Have you got any Spanish for us now? Are we going to uh, save it? I'll save it. Save it for it, a bigger yeah. stage, not the casting couch here with you, Big Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> so, big fight for you. Obviously, you had a good year back in action last year. Yep. Um, what do you know about this fight? What can we look forward to with the head splitter? Yeah, I, like I don't feel like he's fought the caliber I have, but he's fighting the guys in his region and he's the best there. So um, I went and found his Instagram. He's sparring with Hamie Mungia, you yeah, know. Right. So who's you know you just seen him beat yeah. stop John Ryder on the yeah. weekend and something something Canelo couldn't do. So, and I know from experience, I ain't asking like lower level sparring partners to come in and work with me. You know, if you're Hamie Mungi, you're getting the better of the stuff. So you want to be prepared for your fight. So if he's getting asked to come do rounds with Hamie Mungi, he's obviously, you know, um, got something in the bag for him. So uh, I'm excited. He's a uh, obviously a big punch. He's got a good knockout ratio, 15 wins, 13, 12 knockouts or something. I've got a big knockout ratio with 15 wins and 13 knockouts. And he's South American. Like, yeah. South Americans don't come – they're too proud. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, compared to the Japanese to the Mexican, they're too proud to take a dive, you know. Yeah. Maybe you get those Indonesians and stuff like that, they'll come over for a paycheck. But these blokes, they're too proud to take they're a dive. So they're coming to win. And he's from a third world country, you know. So he's coming here. He's got kids by the looks. He's coming here to try and make a name for himself off my name. So um, he's coming here to win, which excites me and makes me a little bit nervous as well. And that's what you want in this sport. You can't be too, too – Two lucks a daisy, otherwise you're going to get chinned. 
There's a lot of talk about his knockout power. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, he can fucking punch. You know, <laughs> his record tells a story. He can punch, and um, Mexicans and all South Americans, they have like I reckon they got thicker skulls. They're like the indigenous people. They got thicker skulls, and they go, they don't go down or go away as easy. And the South American Mexican style is, you know, on top of you. You know, Tim Zoo talked about it with Thurman. He's got a Mexican style and it's a pressure style and he fights in the pocket and he puts his punches together really well. So it's going to be exciting and I can do that too. Um, so it'd be interesting. He doesn't really fight on the outside. He hasn't. So, um, And I feel like off the back of my last two performances, I've probably, I say I was the most improved in the roster. You know, from the fight in March with Rowan to the next two, like you've seen a drastic change, and not change but added to notches to my belt, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've really improved and um, this this fight probably presented an opportunity where I can show that even more so, you know, be a bit more of a boxer on the outside instead of resorting to having to thump him down. But if it comes to that, it comes to that. You know I'm about that. So Well, we do love the, we do love your knockout power. We love what you bring to the ring too. So mm, is that what we're also going to get the chance to see? For sure, 100%. There's, I don't have a backwards fucking reverse gear and you know that and everyone else knows that. So, um. So it's going to be a cracker, I think, and it's going to warm up the mad bunch for Sam Goodman to go out and shine under the bright light. So I'm excited for this fight and another international. This is my third international in a row, which excites me as well. And I think I've graduated from the, the domestic scene and I'm now you guys are investing in me and bringing over these internationals, which I really appreciate. I'm thankful for just to put my name out there a little bit more. So yeah. I'm excited for this. Well, I think it shows the level that you're at too, though. You know, Absolutely. Like you've, you've had so many great fights over your career. There's not many left in Australia that. No, nah, there's not. There's one up, man, and he, he he's doing easing at the minute. So um, but that that'll be the only other Australian I, I want to fight. Um, and hopefully one day I'll get that chance and it presents itself. But he's doing easing. I'm doing mine at the minute, and um, we'll get there one day for sure. Well, let's let's dive in a little bit just into the Isaac Hardman story. Yeah. Um, where you're from, how you got to where you're at now. Yeah, I'm a Caboolture kid through and through. I will like. Fuck, got born in Redcliffe, so then lived in D-Bay, then graduated to Caboolture, so I've had the best of the best. Um, you know, I lost dad when I was 12 years old, 13 years old, so I didn't have a father figure in my life. Mum's a fucking weapon, you know. She, I've only sort of put the pieces together now. The, the laptop used to get hocked at cashies before we got our groceries, and that was just something mum had to do to get us through, and I'm um, very proud of the mother. She's um, who I am a lot because of her. Um and obviously my dad's not around, but I fell into a good place with Blair, you know, eight years later. Um, and it's been smooth sailing ever since. I'm oh, not smooth sailing. There's ups and downs with me and Blair as well. But I had an MMA career. I, I wanted to be a footy player. Yeah. I wanted to play for the Canterbury Bulldogs running there, scoring the grand final try and then kicking my own goal like Hazamel Masryk. But that was the goal. That was, I used to play snap half. There's a story. I used to play snap half and no one knows what that position is. You wouldn't even know. You played first grade. And my coach said, mate, I'm playing you at snap half. I said, fuck, coach, what's that position? And he said, mate, just snap anyone that comes near you. I said, all right, <laughs> I'm snapping anyone and half that comes near me. So that was my position. But I wanted to be a footy player. And then I fell into MMA. Love that. Um, and then... You know, nine fights later, I was undefeated, three Australian titles, and I had a ticket to the UFC. I'd blew, blown my knee out, um, and I needed to get a sort of blow the cobwebs fight out, and that was on your show against 
Polapeti, you know, Huni, uh, who was it, Gallon and Hopawati. Yes. And um, I just wanted because I didn't care about boxing at the you know, the time then. I wanted to do the UFC and I was 3-0 against light heavyweights. Yeah. And um, a contract got presented to be on TV for way better money than MMA was paying in Australia. I was getting 400 bucks a fight, you know. My best payday in MMA was $1,500 and that was my third Australian title. So wow. craziness. Um, got a good contract on Foxtel and it's I've never looked back. I put all the eggs in uh, the boxing basket, threw the MMA, MMA to the side, and um, maybe we'll revisit that in a no limit UFC co-main headline <laughs> or whatever in I Vegas like one that. one day down the track when I'm a world champion because no one's ever done it the other way. You no. know, a successful boxer go over and be a successful MMA fighter, which I've got the background and to do that. So when I'm do, done boxing and I'm finished up there, maybe we'll cash out. In, uh, when the UFC comes to Australia and a no-limit world champion will be on the card, maybe we'll do something like that. But that's, that's basically the story from start to finish until right now sitting here with you. Yeah, look, I, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that fight with us because that was the first I'd ever seen yeah. or heard of you. Um, I mean, everybody talked about you having a good record coming over from MMA, but yeah, I absolutely um, blew uh, everyone the, away that Yeah, night. the... the um, because he had huge support too. Yeah, the memory only popped up on Facebook, you know, like five years ago today. It was the um, Matt Rowe, your brother was talking about the, the fight card and I had signed up to the fight. I'm like, yep, I'm doing it. I got told not to do it from a few people because he's big amateur background. I thought, oh, fuck, I'll just give me a fight. I want to do it. And I, like, I didn't care about boxing. And, and then we're watching the sort of the, the preview. Matty was saying and we had Polo Petty, you know, with 70 amateur fights and mm. youth champion. I thought, fuck, what? <laughs> I've been stitched here. Like, I, didn't, I didn't get told about that when I was on the paperwork. <laughs> Fuck me. And then um, anyway, I got the job done and I steamrolled him and, um, in the first round. So lucky. I feel like my first three boxing fights, I had no right to be in the ring with the people I was in the ring with um, and my just pure um, lack or like ignorance to the boxing world because I was coming from an MMA background. I just didn't care about it and I just went out and fought and I thankfully won by three first-round knockouts in my first three fights at light heavyweight. So, um, yeah, but that was sort of the platform that projected me into the boxing world was no limit back in the day. It was awesome. I think that um, that not-give-a-fuck type attitude that you had from the start yeah. is something that, that people are so drawn to, not only, you know, the chat and the knockout power, yeah, but, for sure. but you, the no-fear attitude. You've still got that now. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, me and Blair are only talking about this the other day. You know, like um, we got a young guy in the gym, Dimitri. Uh, he's, I think he'll be a really good pro as well, super middleweight. Um, he's a handful. Uh, he's young too, only 20 years old. And there's been a few fights offered and, was sort of seven, like he doesn't have to have that fight just yet. And whereas I and I mean, Blair was saying, you know, when I was coming through, I was just fuck fought whoever, yeah. you know. In my eighth, seventh fight, I was fighting for an Australian title, you know, people that had been fighting since I was 13 and I've been in boxing for two years. So, like, we didn't do the, um, like, the typical match the fights correctly and pick the fights, pick the easier fights to get climb the ranks and get your ring experience and time under your belt. I just fucking went and done it, you know, which um, looking back I wouldn't change it because it's given me the experiences and and I feel like that's why, why I'm here so quickly, yeah. you know. Um, I, I sort of shot through the scene pretty quickly and if I was fighting the Joe Blows and the people with, you know, negative records, no one would be caring. But no. my n- sort of attitude towards it was just like fight the best and find out if I am can hang with them. If I can't, I'm going to pack it up and fuck it off because this sport's too hard to do it. It's hard. Fight and 
like no one's and giving you a false sense of security like you're the man. So if I can't mix it with the best, I'm out because this sport's too fucking hard. I'll go be a firefighter or something, you know. So I've done that and I'm doing that and that's that's why, we're, why I'm still here doing it. So I guess that says a little bit about your goals too going forward, right? For sure. I'm world what? champion, 100%. I said it sitting with you guys when I, just before I, just before I fought Kazuki. I said I'll be a world champion in three years and uh, world's – Words are powerful and I'm going to manifest that shit and it's going to happen because um, it's dude, like my mantra now is like do or die. You know, I've had the two losses and three don't look good on your record, you know, unless you're fighting the best. So I can't be losing to these people unless I'm in a world title fight and it's a good fight, you know. Um, do or die, all or nothing is the mantra for the rest of my career. My wife knows that because I love a like I love a fight camp, you know, with Blair, and then have two weeks off, go on a holiday. I said to the missus, I said, I ain't fucking booking holidays. We're not going for a holiday until I retire at thirty five years old, and then we can live out the rest of our life happily, sipping on wine. So um, until then, I ain't doing shit but fighting for no limit, punching people's heads in. I love that. Gee, that, that, that pumps me up. Yeah, actually. that's because <laughs> I used to always but I had a fight. And then we'll book a holiday, have a fight. Fuck that. We ain't going on holidays. And if we are, we're doing doing a staycation in Brisbane somewhere just around the corner. Um, no holidays until I'm done this boxing and then I'm out. Well, let's talk about your division, middleweight division. I feel like it's it's one that's pretty open. It's I reckon there's open. opportunity there. Fuck yeah, there is. There's definitely opportunity there and that's what's the exciting bit. And, you know, I thought I might outgrow middleweight but – I've got a good dietitian on board with uh, the fight dietitian and we've dialed it all the way in, so I ain't leaving this division. Some people say I cut too much weight and I'm a big middleweight, which I'm a big middleweight, but I do it safely. Yeah. So I'm staying here at middleweight um, and it is wide open. You know, we've got Jenna Beck with the IBF and the WBO. Zarafa, me mate Zarafa and Lara are fighting for the WBA and then Charlo's holding up the WBC. So um, I know not many people want to line up fight Jenna Beck and – like we just said, I'll fucking fight anyone. So if the opportunity presents itself, I'm fighting whoever it is for about that's the goal in boxing. If you're not shooting your shot, why do it? Why I'm you know, I'm here to fight for a world title so and I've just got to put myself in a good position to do it. And but it is wide open. You know, there's guys like fought just last weekend, Emma Williams, he's ranked, you know, four and five in all these sanctioned bodies. I reckon he's trash. I'll smash him to pieces. Ed tell Eddie Hearn. I'll smash him to pieces, you know. Um but there's some good fights there, um, exciting fights, good names, and it is wide open. It's there for the taking. You've got Zarafa fighting a 41-year-old Lara, so I think he gets that job done, you know, good on him. I don't like the bloke. You know, we've got some beef, but you're back in Aussie when they're on the world scene. And um, I think he's got the the youth on his side, you know. Lara's coming to the end. He's 41 at the end of the day. I think I've backed myself against any 41-year-old bloke being 28 years old, youth you know, youth wins a lot of the time over a 41-year-old. So I think Zarafa gets that job done. I just don't want Tim Zoo to step in up in middleweight and take that <laughs> fucking title from me. So Timmy starts super well to do your thing. Zarafa, do your thing and hopefully wins. I'll get sanctioned in the WBA and then we'll fight there. That will be a great fight, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I did myself a mischief the first time around. Um, I won't talk about it too much because everyone's fucking heard the story. But, um. Yeah, I'm better than that, and I know I am, and that's what keeps me going. Because if I got beaten in a twelve round fight and I just got edged, it'd be like, "Fuck, he's just better than me, flat out." I got chinned in two rounds because I was a dummy in that fight. You know, I was a bit more immature. There was a lot of emotion in that fight. You know, accused of racist here, that, and the other. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm way better than that. I know that too. That's what keeps me, you know, sleeping at night. You know, I'm way better than that. And I feel like he knows he got off by the fucking skin of his teeth. So um, but good on him. He's 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 been patient and he's doing his thing and he's fighting on the big Amazon Prime card over there with Tim Zhu. So I hope he gets the job done. Uh, I think he will, and then I'll I'll line me. We'll get somewhat sanctioned in the WBA, and we'll climb to that. Well, there's plenty of fights that we can make happen yeah, for you to, to, that's it. to that's get on the that. Plan, right? and I can't finish boxing without having another one more crack at that. Come. Well, look, one of the things that we really like to do um, with all of our fighters is create these experiences where they're never overwhelmed when it comes to traveling right. overseas to these big fights. Yeah, and I feel like the. That whole shit show, it was just fucked, you know, whereas if you put that on a good platform with, um, you know, good security and all that other stuff, that doesn't happen like that. It was it was a wild old um, place that night in Melbourne against Rafa. So put it on a good show, everything, no one coming in dressing rooms, this, that and the other. Um, it goes different. It goes a different way. What do you do different if you get that opportunity again? I just again? box. Like, I don't – I try and brain him like – the last thing I said to Blair was, I'm going to just walk up to him and fucking punch his head in like as hard as I can. And you've seen it. I looked slow and terrible. When you try and punch hard, it looks crap. I missed everything, didn't throw a fucking jab, didn't move my head or nothing. And then the next fight, you see me knock out Bo Harder. So you didn't even see that punch sort of land because it comes so relaxed. And I was just in a better place there. So, um, yeah, I just, um, I just be a better me and I beat him for sure. So. And now you see my last two fights, I've improved so much. Yeah. Um, another another two more fights, I'll improve so much more as well. So it's an exciting time for me. Now, Charlo's held up that other belt for quite some time. Weak what are your thoughts pissed. on him? Weak <laughs> is pissed, like his brother and holding up the other one for Tim. Just if you're not fighting, fuck off. Like, But I guess he's got a big name and he gets looked after over there and I don't know, you must be paying the WBC sanction fees pretty fucking well. I don't know. I wouldn't be, but... um. Yeah, if you're not fighting, fuck off. Do something else. Like he just ma- he just made a comeback to the ring just recently. What'd you think? Did he look? How, how did he look to you? Oh yeah, who did he fight? I didn't even. Who did he fight? Actually, he fought, fought uh, the little Benavides. That's right. Who's a welterweight? Yes. And he fought Char- um, Crawford at welterweight, wasn't it? Years yeah. ago. Yeah. So, and he went the distance. So I didn't rate it, um, but obviously he's fucking. He's really good. Um, African-American, got good genetics and he's explosive. But, yeah, I didn't really rate it. So I think that would be a cool fight too for sure. And it sounds stupid me for me to say that sometimes out loud and people will sit there and think, fuck, you're not on that level. But I fully believe I am. So I've been in the ring with Caleb Plants and Shane Mosley's and Russians over there in Vegas. So, and I can mix it with them. So that's not too far-fetched for me and I, I fully believe that now. So if you could create a hit list for 2024, who's on it? Oh, shit. This, this bloke, there's a guy named Paul Kroll, who's an American guy. Um, he was calling out M.O. Williams as well. He, he looks he looks the part as well, and that was a name that come across for this one, but it didn't line up. I think that's a good fight. M.O. Williams, uh, fourth fight, end of the year, middleweight, I reckon. Um, who else is there? Um, maybe like an Andre would be good out of Radinov. Andre and Radinov, you know, they're fighting. I, I would like to fight Andre because that sells as well. Um, but I, he's not a big name to fight. I just wanted to cave his head in. But, um, yeah, probably those two. Paul Grove would be a good step because he's got a good American style into um, the other bloke I said. Um, who did I say? 
Who didn't you say? I feel like you've named most of the division. All of them. Anyone can get it. You know how I roll, Georgie. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I love it. And that's what we all love about it. Pipsqueak. Emma Williams is who I said that guy. I'll smash him with his stupid dog. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So your fight's coming up March 13th here in Wollongong. Um, what have you got for us? So can we expect – what do we got to tune in for? Is it the, is it the fight? Is it the build-up? No, what's, I think what's Isaac the build-up's covered now with uh, Mark here. You know, I caught a ride with him with um, your brother Trent and Amy and he was just fucking going off. So I think he's got the press conference covered and the hype there. <laughs> but I think you can expect two, two come-forward styles meeting in the middle and someone's going fucking night-night. So uh, for sure it'll be – It'd be um, Adios Amigo to um, fucking whatever his name is. <laughs> Tune All right. in. All right. Um, speaking of the Australian boxing scene, yep. so plenty of good fighters on the scene at the moment. Yeah, it's crazy. Who do you like on the Australian boxing scene? Oh, man, there's heaps. Rocky Odgins, fuck, a bit of a weapon. Um, Liam Wilson. There's, man, so many. Like even the people that don't get spoken about, you know, um, on the sort of the – like the regional, uh, the local scenes, you know, there's some really good guys. But um, you've put me on the spot now. Well, you th- you've favorite? thrown the Queenslanders straight up, straight off the bat. You're representing yeah, Queensland hard. Yeah, Queensland. Queensland all the way. Um, who else have we got? Kamazuti is a good fight. Like, I like Dan Hill, one of my training partners, Danny Hill. Get him on the No Limit card. He, he's well, that'd a weapon. be a great fight, wouldn't it? Yeah, Dan, Dan Hill, Cohen, I, like, I had Cohen stay at my house when Tommy coming down and train, but... I I back Dan Hill in that fight all day. So Dan Hill's one of my favourites to watch because he's such a warrior. You got Dylan Biggs too. He took a loss from Nikita, but he he's a, he's moving up to middleweight. You know that's and he beat Dan Hill. So that could be a fight. You know that's got a bit of a story. Is he coming know. at you or are you coming at him? No, no. Well, I'm just saying he he's coming in to do some sparring with me. I think, but he's up at middleweight. And I'll fuck for my brother if I'm getting paid and it's progressing before. <laughs> I ain't care. So if Dylan Biggs needs to fight or wants to fight, he's up at middleweight. I'm there. You know if it makes dollars, makes sense to me. But um. There's heaps of guys here in Australia. Liam Wilson, obviously, as well. There's a new guy they just signed. Glenn Jennings, this um, Billy Polkenhorn. Polkenhorn. He seems like a bit of a weapon. Yeah. Connor Wallace, fuck, he's the best light heavyweight in Australia at the minute. Um, who else we got? Jake Wiley as well there in Brisbane. You, you're still fuck. naming Queenslanders. All right, Turner Queensland is, is the centre of the universe, yeah, I think. Queensland's where it's at, mate. What yeah, is, it is beautiful up there. Sam Goodman. Come on, fuck Sam. Yeah. We've got Sam Goodman world yeah, ranked as well. He's in a hard division with, in a way, at the top of that one. Uh, I named Cohen too. He's yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah, who yeah of, course, Melbourne, of course. Um, Melbourne, who's the Melbourne guys? No, it's all good. I know. I, I I get the I get the picture. Your your Queensland, Queensland is the centre of the universe. Brother, 100%. Anyone out of Queensland, Fuck they're coming. Yeah, that's they're it. They're coming. Yeah, I love it. Look, uh, we've we've got a few big fights coming up for March Mayhem. Yeah, um, Liam Some Wilson, crackers. Oscar yeah. Valdez. What are your thoughts? That's a mad fight. You know, I, again, Liam has a style where it's walk forward. He don't take a backward step either against a Mexican. You know, that's gonna that's just got fireworks written all over it. You know, Valdez got the knockout of the year, I think, 2021. Uh, yeah, 2021, 2022, whatever it was. Liam's had a few peach knockouts. He just got fight of the year on ESPN, top rank last year. Fuck me. I, again, I'm back in Liam. He's a fellow yeah, Caboolture boy. He, he's getting the job done, and that just catapults Australian boxing even more again. So he's over there in Vegas now, I think, prepping for his last leg of the camp. So, um. I think he gets that. I think he's just so big and physical up at that weight. You know, he's so tall for that yeah. weight division. But is a little bit shorter. But 
Again, Valdez is a Mexican. He's been in there with the top guys. And they both fought Navarrete. So I know Leon put him down. He should have won that fight. Valdez didn't and he went to a decision. So yeah. what do you – yeah, it's going to be a cracker. Humdinger. All right. And then the following night we've got Tim Zhu, Keith Thurman. Thurman. Thoughts on that fight? Kim's going to uh, – Tim, Kim. <laughs> Don't beat me up. Tim. <laughs> Tim's going to punch his head in. i just seen something on the way here. Um, Sean Porter saying, all you uneducated people, don't get the hype twisted. Thurman's going to beat Tim. So shut up, Sean. I like you and you're meant to get me on your podcast, but you didn't. Um, Tim Zoo's going to bash him. I think he's just going to be too big. That pressure's so relentless. And again, like Thurman's a smaller man. Oh, he didn't look small at the, um, the face-off, so he holds his size pretty well. But I think the inactivity and um, Tim's massive year last year is just going to get the get the job done. I think he'll stop Thurman late like he has everyone else. So Tim's a fucking weapon and that's like people are now starting to realise it. But I, f- I figured that out three years ago when I first sparred with him. I thought, oh, it's just it's his name. Fuck no, it's not his name. He's who he is because he's a weapon, you know. And we've had we've shared the ring for over a hundred rounds, and he's it's a fucking handful. It's a hard night for everyone, and Thurman's a great name to have. Um, I think he just dusts him up for sure. Great fight, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, we've also got our two no limit on Fox shows, March six and March twenty. March six, we've got Bilal Akaway oh, versus yeah. Reynolds Quinlan yeah, headlining. Cool. What are your thoughts on that one? That's a I didn't really that was a bit of a sneaker that one. I was yeah. that popped up on the post. I thought, oh fuck, here we go. Um Bilal, I met Bilal Akaway when uh Matchroom come to Australia in um Brisbane. He seems like a great fella. Big puncher too. He's been in there with Canelo Alvarez, like Sparney was in his camp. So um and Reynolds, you you just gotta which Reynolds gonna turn up? The one that turns up to fight Jack Bowen Ooh, fucking yeah. beats a lot of wow. people. And the one that turned up to fight Alcuso was just sort of there to just whatever. But Ren fucking can turn it on and um, blow luck away. He hasn't fought in a long time. So that's another cracker too. And I, I think, what are they going to be fighting around 85 kilos or something? Yeah, 86. Yeah, so I'm that's, sure. they don't have to worry about, <laughs> yeah, have to worry about yeah. cutting too much weight. So they won't be drained. That's just some two big hombres going at it. So. Um, uh, I haven't watched much of Bilal. I've seen a little bit of Randall through No Limit and stuff like that, so I can't say too much. But I think it's just going to be a cracker, depending on which ones turn up. And yeah, I think they're both in a split. Like Bilal now, if he's making another run, he's got to put on a good performance. And you know, then you got Jade Mitchell on the corner. Yeah. He'll be fucking licking his lips at the prospect of maybe getting in there the, the ring with one of those two guys if he's not a fat concreter still. I don't know. Here, that's what he'll say he's a he fat concreter. That. But he does say um, that. that's exciting as well. So that's a cracker. That's a good way to start. For and sure. then, of course, our other No Limit on Fox show, March 20th, the week after you, we've got Nathaniel May versus oh, Tyson Lentry. Yeah. Fuck, cool as Nathaniel May, I've watched him fight Jackson England. And Good he's fight. a stable mate of Jack Bowen. He's a I've had him in the gym too. He's from um where my uh coach's was from uh, Bunbury. He's out he's a Bunbury boy. Yeah. So um he can fight like fuck old yeah. cheeky mate. It's that indigenous, they just know how to do it. They know how to fight. So um that's a cracker. And Lantry, I remember him fighting um just fought Luke Jackson. Jackson, yeah. Yes. He won the first one, yeah. got done in the second one. So he's obviously coming off a loss, but one, they're both coming off a loss. So yeah. they've both got to make statements. So um, I'm back in Cheeky, man. That one, I like Cheeky. He's a good fella. Yeah, great fight. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, great fight too. March Mayhem. How Fucking good. Hell, what a March start to the year. Yeah, I've, hey? I might just 
changed my birth certificate to fucking born in May <laughs> instead of uh, March instead of May. Well, I'm born in March. I'm actually, it's my birthday on your fortnight. There you go. So Happy fucking I would birthday. You are going to give you a, um, a knockout special. Beautiful. That's Twitter. all I wanted. That's, it. That's, That's it. all I wanted. I look forward to that. And I'll take my shorts off and you can have them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's move along. Um, look. Wrap it up here. We want to um, we want to know who your favourite fighters are of all time. Oh, of all time. Give us your top five. If you got to think of your top five, um, who, who sits sort of up the top? Your, your oh. favourite fighters to watch. I don't even know his name, but back in the day, he's called the Hawk. The Hawk. The, he's a dark fellow. What's his fucking name? My mate Demetrius will know. He just punched like a motherfucker. The Hawk. Yeah. YouTube just the Hawk boxer. Good name. I'm gonna have someone find that out. The hawk boxer. What's his fucking? He's a black. Fuck, we're on in ten minutes. Um, him. I got him. Um, in a way, he's one of my favourite at the moment to watch. He's just unbelievable. Um, David. Be- that's Julian Jackson. Yeah, Julian Jackson. Fucking <laughs> have a look at these highlight reel. Holy yeah. shit. In a way, Julian Jackson. Um, David Benavidez. The monster. Yeah, he's uh, unreal. I like that. Arthur Bertabeev too. Fucking hell. And Triple G's my favourite too. All big punches. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's what I feel like. I like a I Triple like G it. style, walking forward, yeah. punching heads in. So I'm the Australian Triple G. Well, we do love watching you walking forward and punching people's heads in and we look forward I to like seeing Dawn. more of that on March 13th. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the No Limit Boxing Pleasure, Podcast. Pleasure. We've got plenty more of Isaac Harbin to see over the next few years. Beautiful. Just re-sign with... Yeah, another two years with the best in the game. So fuck everyone else off. Two two more years on No Limit, pay-per-view, Fox Sports. Let's just get a pay-per-view for the head splitter one day. So we've got two years to do it. It's going to happen. Can't wait. I look forward to it. Thanks for joining us and thanks for tuning in. Thank you.